you in the name of all that is good, all that is sacred, and in the warm and loving energy of this community, Spiritual Life Center. If you're joining us for the first time, we especially want to welcome you because we know that you are not here by accident. You're here by divine appointment. Thank you for joining us on your unique path today, and we hope you enjoy this special message from this past Sunday's service. When you hear that song, Better Angels, unless you're absolutely comatose, you cannot help but feel something move through you. We could call it the whole Spirit of God, also known as the Holy Spirit. It's everywhere. It's everywhere present in its fullness. You know, sometimes we look at the world and see the belief in separation and see that sense of separation staring back right at us. And it appears real. We see it maybe in politics or in race relations or we see the economic disparity sometimes and sometimes we see it in religions or where people are from and create a sense of us versus them. And it seems like there is a buy-in to a value of separation from one another. Or separation in time and space when that is not possible on the spiritual plane. You know, in truth, as it says in the Hebrew Bible, Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. One presence, one power, one reality. And that we're all interconnected. We indeed are one in the Spirit. No matter where we are, no matter what time we happen to be living in. It reminds me of a time over 20 years ago, I took my first trip to Ghana, West Africa. And while I was on the trip, one of the clear memories I have from that journey was my visit to what they call the slave castles and seeing and witnessing what they call the door of no return. The door was a portal through which the enslaved passed through after they were ripped from their families. They were then lowered into small boats and packed like cattle onto larger ships that were sitting further out into the ocean. And to go through the door of no return, it meant a final goodbye to the freedom that they knew and a horrifying journey across the sea. Needless to say, for me and many others who happened to be there at the time, it was an anguishing experience. Emotions ran the gamut. Some folks were angry and upset. Some had a feeling of despair and resignation. 
Others just had sadness overcome them, and still others had feelings that we couldn't even identify. But it was, it was as if we could feel the presence, as if we could hear the echoes of the screams of the spirits of those human beings who went through that door of no return. And it left everyone present, including myself, in, in a silence. You know, after we had left there, we went with a group to the city of Accra to be part of Akan traditional naming ceremony. And this was facilitated by the chief elder of the village. And the, the elder of the village is kind of like the person who, the governing person, unofficially, he had a lot of respect. So at the end of the ceremony, the, the elder gave me my Ghanaian word, uh, name, Kwame Tumase. And Kwame is the day of the week I was born, and Tumase is the name that honors the elders in the village. And when the ceremony ended, I was invited to the chief's palace. And during my conversation with the elder, I shared my experience earlier that day of being at the, the slave castles. And I let him know the emotions that all of us went through, at least I thought we all did. Whenever we saw that door of no return. And interestingly, that elder chief gave me a perspective that caused me to view the experience in an entirely new way. He explained that time does not exist and all life happens simultaneously and life is interconnected as we know. But he went on to say that means that the future life or a future life can influence a past life as well as the other way around because there's a constant interaction between all lives. Our life influences other beings, whether past or future. And as a result, if we do something beneficial in this life, all people are affected. So that elder said to me and all those who were there that if you live your life with the highest possible energy, the highest positive energy, you will not only set in motion positive energy for the future generations, you will renew and replenish past lives. When you send positive energy from the present, your ancestors are freed up as well. And he went on to say that this is what is expected of you from those that came before you. This is why you are here. It is stored in your DNA and you are here to see new possibilities. And he said, those who came before you went through what they did so that future generations will spread a new consciousness. When you do, then you will be liberated along the way. Needless to say, what he had to say at that moment blew my mind. He took the principle of oneness and interconnectedness to a whole different level. He let me know, he let all of us know for that matter, how much we put our values and our beliefs in only what we can see rather than the energy of spirit, an energy that is everywhere present in its fullness, past, present, and future. We're here to have a revolution of values of what we value. Mahmoud K. Gandhi reminds us there really should not be any separation in any of our endeavors and the spiritual principle that we say we believe in. 
All that we do should be governed by our spiritual movement in life. And he wanted to say, we're not talking about religiosity or dogma that often leads to I'm right, you're wrong kind of consciousness or belief systems. So very often people try to separate what they do from their religion, but what you do is your religion. What you do is what you believe. So how you and I treat people or how we move in the world is what we truly believe. And so in a revolution of values, we are reaching back. We're reaching back at a time in which there were indigenous cultures spanning thousands of years where the movement of God was never separated from any walk of life. So part of this revolution of values is to realize and live out our oneness and declare that if God is for us, there can be nothing, nothing against us. Yet at times we can look at our world and we may ask if God is everywhere present at every point in space and time, why does there seem to be such a sense of and belief in separateness? Why is it being expressed and lived out in such a way? Because there's so much of an us versus them, not only in our country, but in our world. So here's the deal. When we accept on a deep level that everything is working together for our good, then in truth, with a capital T, there is no duality. Because we're living in a universe. There's only oneness that appears as two-ness in order for there to be movement of thought to be simulated in our three-dimensional world. That's what's happening. So remember the statement, if God is for you, nothing can be against you, even though it may seem to be. And we understand that, then we realize that the only reason there are what we call polarities of opposites in our human life, in this three-dimensional universe, is so that there is movement. Because whenever there's a void and a positive and you place them together, something moves in the visible world. God's thought is complete. And it moves in this three-dimensional world, our human world, and it creates a pair of opposites. It's just the simulation of motion. But there really isn't any duality. There is no otherness. There is only God. There is only God. There is only God. An infinite power that is everywhere present cannot have an opposite. It cannot have something else. If God is everywhere totally and completely in his fullness, then there cannot be anything else. So when we convince ourselves of that truth, we will have nothing to resist because we will stop creating it. It won't be there. It just won't be there. So when you say, when we say, only God is here, we can say indefinitely that I am divinely supported, maintained, and sustained by the power and the presence and the love of God. I'm staying in tune with the spirit of the living God. That becomes our affirmation because one with the infinite is a majority consciousness. 
You know, in the song, Better Angels, we just heard that in there there's a line that says, there are no enemies, and we are not enemies. You know, the late Dr. Martin Luther King knew this. You know, when he was advancing the cause of civil rights, his movement was resisted by a sheriff named Bull Connor. Bull Connor sick dogs and ordered vicious attacks on peaceful protesters. And these protesters included small children, and he was using dogs and powerful fire hoses. And later on, Dr. King was asked, did he consider Bull Connor to be an evil enemy? And he said, no. He said, I needed Bull Connor to help fulfill my purpose and advance my cause. You know, today's world, we're living in a time of accelerated change. Accelerated change socially, technologically, and politically. Sometimes there's upheaval not only in this country, but across the globe. But here's the thing. This change signals there's a sizable paradigm shift afoot. Despite appearances, there's good reason to believe we are moving from one stage of being to more an evolved one. We can co-create the results we want in our local communities, in our country, in the world, despite the resistance that we see and experience. And if we see it from the higher point of view, from the mystical point of view, we realize that resistance is part of the process. Dr. H. Emily Cady, in her classic text, Lessons in Truth, called it chemicalization. And simply chemicalization is when there is a clash between an old idea, an old way of being, and an emerging paradigm. And when we understand this, we understand that sometimes external events serve as evolutionary triggers to stir things up and accelerate the manifestation of that higher state of consciousness. The evolutionary triggers wake us up from a state of complacency and move the process of evolution along a little bit more quickly. And the main ingredient, the most important ingredient, to assure lasting transformational success is the energy of divine love. And we know that love is simply another name for God. Charles Fillmer, the co-founder of Unity, notes that love is the pure essence of the universe that harmoniously binds together the whole human family. If we are to rise above the divisive us versus them consciousness that appears to be pervasive in so many pockets of our world, that spiritual principle of divine love must underpin all that we do. The world is in need of individuals who are willing to transform our values and serve a grand spiritual idea to serve the energy of divine love itself. Sure, we see reports today and we see the trials and tribulations that are going on. We witness beliefs in duality leading to tit for tat where people say, you do this, I'll do that in return against you. It's that kind of consciousness that seems to be rising up from time to time. 
But at the same time, we also see individuals stand up and love regardless. We see people standing up and saying, I am not going to give in to the hate. I'm not going to give in to the malice. I'm not going to give in to the resentment. And they say, you may call me crazy if you want. I just happen to think everybody's my brother or sister. Well, I'm going to close today with just a few words from the Hebrew Bible. You know, it says in Isaiah, the 11th chapter and 6th verse, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. And the leopard shall lie down with the kid and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together. But most importantly, it says in that scriptural reference, and a little child shall lead them. Recently, I saw a video. In the video, the students and staff at an elementary school in Oklahoma showed the joy of honoring and realizing we indeed are part of one human spiritual family. And they were living out the value of oneness. The students and the staff lined the hallways of their school cheering their cafeteria manager, and her name was Janet Lopez. And Janet had just passed her test to become an American citizen. Mrs. Lopez had emigrated from Cuba and ended up in Houston and then moved from Houston, Texas to Oklahoma to find better opportunities in life. And passing the citizen test was the lifelong dream for Mrs. Lopez. And she said something to the effect, when I was a child, I had a dream like St. Martin Luther King, right? My dream was to come here to a great place. And Mrs. Lobos passed the test along with her whole family, including her husband and, and three children, and they were aged from 17 to 28 years old. Every morning, habitually, Mrs. Lopez would walk into the office and proclaim to everyone there, good morning, ladies. And with a smile and a laugh, she always started her day with a positive message. She had an effect on many people. And the video shows that even though the country has gone through where people deemed from other places are demonized by some pockets of the population, there are many others who still have a lot of love in their heart for those who come from places other than where they are from. So the students and the staff, all of them from the entire school lined up along the walls of, the, of, the, of that particular school in the hallway. And they were cheering her name, chanting USA, after she had passed her test to become a citizen. And I think that demonstrates a wonderful example how children model what it means to not only honor but celebrate those who appear to be different. But they know deep down inside they come from the same stock. They may come from a different place. And those children lived out the statement as found in that Hebrew Bible, 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And we are here to have a revolution of values where we move from duality. We move from a belief in separation. We believe that there's no longer any other. And we realize, indeed, we are one in the Spirit. Peace and blessings to you. We are grateful for the opportunity to share with you today and hope you've taken something from this Sunday's message. If you'd like to hear more from Spiritual Life Center, be sure to click subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening from. You can find out more about our community on our website at www.slcworld.org. We look forward to being a part of your continued spiritual journey. Wherever you are, God is, and all is well. Spiritual Life Center